Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 20 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 20th episode of Talk Direction, if you exclude our 19.5th episode, which was, we put out, when did we put it out? Yesterday? Two who, days ago. Now, who even knows? Time is just a concept that's not real. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, we did a Halloween episode, and right now we're sitting next to each other. If you guys didn't listen to our Halloween episode, which you should go and do, but we, Kara came and visited me in New York. And, and I just haven't left. She hasn't left. <laughs> She's leaving tomorrow. Um, but so we got to record in person. And like, I think we definitely find that as we record in person, it's like makes for a really fun episode. Yeah. Um, just because like you like spur each other on in laughter and like, yeah. I don't know. So I feel like we're more engaged. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm more engaged. And also like when we're on the phone, like there's like a delay. So I feel like yeah. I'm like a news reporter who like doesn't like respond right away and it's like that awkward weird thing because like i'll say something even though i don't know because like on phone conversations i don't feel this necessarily yeah like even in the intro like i'm like okay go ahead kara like i don't really know (laughs) come on kara come on um but yeah we're in person so hopefully this will be a fun episode and we had a really fun time during the halloween episode and like this the whole weekend we've just been like baking and like watching the last show together last one direction show oh yeah that was so good i'm so glad we were in person we didn't even like plan on doing that we'll talk about our whole experience about doing that later on but that was just like so great like and then we ended up watching twilight afterwards yes and like we used to be really big twilight fans and it was just so fun to like reminisce on like our young selves and how we felt at each scene and yeah. like make fun of like what we now realize yeah. is like ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a really good time and just Halloween was, this was one of my favorite Halloweens. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So I had a really good time. I'm so happy with it. Um, <clears throat> but when we were asking our listeners what we wanted this episode to be, because you know, we hadn't really figured it out yet. <laughs> um, they, we had two suggestions from Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 and from Florence, uh, Florenka, how do you say that? I always think cadaver when I oh, see Oh, yeah, that. yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah, well, well, I don't think it's cadaver, but, um, <laughs> yeah, both of these uh, listeners wrote in and asked for an on-the-road again, like, tour, sum-up, recap type thing, which we both thought was, like, the perfect idea, because, yeah. like, last night was the last show, and this whole weekend has been really about like the the tour coming to an end so we're gonna try to just like recap the whole tour and go through our favorite moments and stuff which is gonna be fun mm-hmm. um, but let's first start with some news um first thing we got news about us we have <laughs> the most important news of all obviously we have an instagram now and you can go follow us it's just talk direction there's no underscore just talk direction um and we've been posting because we've been together. We've been posting it, po- posting, <laughs> posting all the stuff we've gotten up to. Um, like our fun, we post a lot of One Direction cookies, and they're really ridiculous. And you can see, like, we're not bakers, we're not cookers, we're not, we're not, we're not chefs. Harry. <laughs> <Cookers>. <laughs> we literally like made um pumpkin seeds, and we like put literally just salt on them and oil okay and then we're acting like we are gordon ramsay and we're just like honestly this seasoning right now is just (laughs) 
phenomenal. It was a really proud moment. Like, I need to, like, write home to my mother and just, like, tell her how awesome things are. Write home to my mother. <laughs> as if you don't have, like, a phone. <laughs> well, you know, it just, it was a really important moment. Yeah, just get out your scroll and some, like, so, ink. <laughs> yeah, go check out our Instagram. And we also, like, update stuff about the show there as well mm-hmm. um, when episodes come out. So if you're more of an Instagram person than a Twitter person, go check that out. Because mm-hmm. um, we're going to keep posting anything, like, Fox Direction related or One Direction related that you know doesn't fit in our aesthetic on our other instagrams you know yeah because there's literally no aesthetic on this one it's just kind of it's just like a little quilt of us (laughs) exactly okay our next news story that we want to talk about is 1d project home this is a fan project um that is similar to the no control project that we've seen in the past and um drive me down project that happened where you know, there's a song that fans feel like doesn't isn't a single or didn't get the promotion that it deserved or radio play that it deserved, and fans come together to sort of self-promote um, a song. And this time the song is Home, which we all know came out on One Direction's um, Perfect EP, which both of us really like this song. This is maybe, I mean, I think Drag Me Down might be a favorite, but Home's definitely my second favorite or mm. up there with Drag Me Down. Um, so far of the One Direction songs that have come out on this new album. Um, But yeah, there's lots of ways to get involved with this project. It's really just about promoting and, you know, on on Twitter and Tumblr and that sort of stuff. Um, And and how I found out about it, it was uh, on the Instagram. I was, uh, you know, going and trying to get attention for our own Instagram. And um, this one girl ended up contacting me about the project and asked for us to speak about it on the show. And you can go follow them um, on Twitter at 1D Project Home. Um, and they want to just like get recognition that it deserves on the radio. And like, so you should use the hashtag 1D Project Home and tweet about it. They also have a thunderclap um, going on. And a thunderclap is a way, like, you sign up either through your Facebook, your Twitter, I think maybe your Tumblr. And like on a certain date, which I think it's November 6th or 7th, or it's coming up for them, mm-hmm. um, that you sign up and on that date, the Thunderclap will tweet the same tweet or put it on Facebook or put it on Tumblr um, of the same thing automatically at the same time. So then it reaches out like really strong. So like the hashtags will probably get trending and stuff like that. And um yeah, so I think everyone should like pause the show right now and go sign up for that because it's such a cool idea and we really like fan projects. Um, so yeah, do that and like you can tweet, text, call radio stations, request home, request request them to play because as they see more fans wanting home um, on the radio, then obviously they're going to start playing it if there's a demand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, next news story is One Direction at the AMAs. We talked about the AMAs are the American Music Awards and they're happening on November 22nd. And we've talked about how One Direction has been nominated for Artist of the Year and Favorite Duo slash Group um, for Pop Rock section. And you can use the hashtag, I think AMAs 1D, is that it? 1D um, AMAs. 1D AMAs, I think. 1D AMAs. And there's, like, this really cute little, like, emoji thing that yeah. pops up next to it. Want to say about that? Yeah. So, um, we, me and Keelan were talking about how, like, there should be a little, like, whole 1D um, emoji 
thing because I think that fans would really really like that. So um, we would be able to communicate. Like you put like some sparkly boots. Exactly, put, I was like, just thinking that. Like something to do with Ireland and like puppy dogs and Liam. Like there would be a whole way to like communicate. And like arrows and like a flipping microphone. You know, like <laughs> I feel like there could be so many options, and there's just not enough one um, D related emojis. Yeah. So. There's just the really cute one with that hashtag. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, but we also found out this past week that One Direction's actually going to be performing on the AMAs, and they're going to be performing their new song, Perfect, um, which is really exciting because you always like a good, high-quality performance, you know, at an award show. True. And I think last year was the year that they, like, they performed Night Changes, right, I think? Maybe. They always <laughs> have, like, a really good, like... Um, Set. Yes. Yes. Yeah, slash like outfits for AMAs. Mm-hmm. Like I think last year was when um, Zayn has his one little hair. I mean Zayn's not in the band anymore, but like who knows? And Harry was wearing his like cute little like farmer slash oh Prince my Charming God, look. Yes. So that was great. That was a great look. And um, who knows what's gonna happen this year? Oh, and like you get all the red carpet like photos yeah. of their outfits. I'm just excited that they're performing. That's so great. We yeah. will definitely be like tweeting and on Tumblr during that. Yeah, it's so fun to live tweet on our talk underscore direction twitter (laughs) yeah um we were live tweeting last night it was so fun yeah um but how do you feel about them performing perfect versus something like drag me down um i think i would prefer them to perform drag me down just because i think um it's a stronger song live Mm -hmm. and um they've had more time to like practice it and stuff uh but obviously they have to like promote their new single so i don't really blame them yeah, I, I would love to see Drag Me Down because I think they do it so well. Yeah. And, like, it shows off Harry's voice really well. I mean, yeah. so does Perfect. But um, I think they'll probably have – they'll make it good, I think. I think they'll yeah. be able to make it really interesting and cool. And mm-hmm. I hope there's, like, just, I don't know, cool effects or something. Yeah. But I'll definitely be watching that on November 22nd. Yep. Um, and then our next news story is – about an article that came out in the Sunday Times Style magazine. Um, I haven't really heard of this magazine. Is it a British magazine? I have zero clue. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But um, the first thing I saw was the cover of the magazine that came out. And it's very, it like has each of the boys on it. But in like the background is like colored blocked and swirled and it looks very psychedelic. Like um, in the fashion course I'm taking, we. Uh, we're talking about um, like different band posters that came out in the 60s and 70s, and it really reminded me of that sort of style, um, which is really cool. I loved the picture, and now it's my background on my phone. I really want a huge poster of it, like Caitlin was saying that, and I really agree. I want them to like take off the words. I'm sure there's a like one like uh, thing somewhere that like has the picture without the words on it. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw the picture with the words like "We're just all a mess." I'm like, <laughs> I mean, true, same. <laughs> yeah. I think because like we like One Direction posters, but that one's really unique. Yeah, it's really cool, and also they look all really intense. But then Niall just like look like looks like he's just like a little teddy bear. Like they're all doing like these like squinty like really intense poses and the X Factor recreation. Yeah, like stares, (laughs) yeah, moody faces. Kaylin was saying like I wonder if they like made them all look into a really bright light. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like they are looking into bright light. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) But um. Yeah, there was a lot of content in this article, so go look it up on Twitter because um, that's where you can find like screenshots of it. Not that we condone that, but um, by the magazine. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, accessibility is important. Um, So Harry was talking about 
uh, Mick Jagger, who we all know, like, Harry sort of, like, likes him and, like, represents his style, like, sort of imitates his style and sort of, like, looks like a young Mick Jagger. People say that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And Harry was saying that he's a massive fan of Mick Jagger, and he was actually looking into, like, looking at some photos of um, Mick Jagger wearing this really, like, bright yellow suit, and I don't know. It was just very interesting to see where Harry's getting his, like, fashion inspiration from. Mm -hmm. And, like, just from my fashion class, because we did do 60s and 70s this week, um, it made me realize how much of Harry's stuff is, like, does really reflect that era. And, like, there was this thing called the Peacock um, Revolution, where men's clothing became, like, really patterned in bright colors and all this type of thing, type of whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it just reminded me so much of what Harry wears. And so it's cool to, um, cool to see him actually talking about it so soon after, like, I found out all this information. Um, and then also Niall was talking about, there were, like, there was other parts of this article describing, like, the health, like, styles of <laughs> each of the boys. Oh, and my God. I don't know. Harry was doing some very questionable diet things, and I don't really want to say it, because then I don't want people to think that's, like, an okay thing to do. No, I think we should say it so that people know to <laughs> okay. not do it. You go So, ahead. like, yesterday, like, I think this was, like, 2 a.m. I don't remember why. I, we were up talking, and, like, this just, like, popped up, and this um article like harry was talking about like this diet he was on and it's coffee a cup of butter or not a cup of butter oh my god a spoonful of butter which is not really much better and a spoonful of like um coconut oil or something and he said like oh you don't get hungry i've I've been on for two days and i haven't i've only eaten that or whatever and like that's so unhealthy and i saw like um like young girls like from update accounts like tweeting him like oh does that like diet thing like you're on really work i'm like that's just like so unhealthy like he's running around like he needs to like like eat like food you know like that just worries me so much and i just hope that people don't actually think that that's a good thing to do because that just starves your body and makes it go into a starvation mode and it's not healthy for you yeah and coming from like a scientific perspective like based on like if you read journal articles that is not safe yeah doing these juice cleanses that a lot of famous people talk about yeah juice cleanses are not safe they're not healthy yeah they're not what you should be doing for your body if you want to like change how you look or something you have to do it in a healthy way and that doesn't mean drinking juice or drinking coffee with butter <laughs> like, the, those are just not smart like if you're feeling gross Karen and I were talking about this um like tumblr thing that we saw about um like no one tells you that as an adult if you haven't eaten vegetables for like a long time you start to feel weird and yeah. like gross and like you need vegetables so like if you feel like that like maybe whatever eat some vegetables drink eat some, some water fruit, drink water like that's healthy you need to have a balanced diet it's not healthy to like go a week drinking juice or like a week drinking coffee with coffee butter. butter yeah i literally could not get over this and i was we were talking about this for a long time last night because i was like harry what are you doing like this just like worries me yeah. like you know like a mother worries about yeah. her son um yeah these so. things are considered trendy and it's just not safe or healthy and like yeah. to pr- promote that to like young people especially is I not know. good i'm sure he didn't mean to do it but at the same no. time like he has to like recognize like yeah he just doesn't know i mean he left school at 16 like what are you gonna do <laughs> harry just like eat some kale and just like leave the butter out of your coffee that's all i have to say if anyone has a meetup with him print out some journal articles and like you know scientific facts send them to him yeah just like don't say anything just go up to him and like make him <laughs> sign it and then like have him keep it and just yeah. be like here read this exactly so later like reflecting on that niall was saying um we divide into two sides of a coin the pie and pint boys and the protein and pilates 
Harry is protein and Pilates. Liam and me flit between the two, and Louis is all about the Greggs. I think that's like a sausage brand or something, something unhealthy. Okay. Harry is super fit. He does 12 five-minute rounds of boxing every day and goes for runs, except he can't do it now because of his boots. The fact that Niall knows, like, Harry's know. little, like, workout routine, like, it's so, like, specific, too. And also, I love the whole, like, pie and pints boys mm-hmm. and protein and Pilates. That's so cute, Niall. Yeah. Like, what the heck? And, like, speaking of Louis, the unhealthy, I didn't mean unhealthy, because, like, it's not unhealthy to eat unhealthy food, you know? Yeah. Like, it's good to be a balance, but, like... Exactly. Like, I'm here freaking drinking this Frappuccino, and we all know Frappuccinos aren't, like, the most healthy vegetable-type thing. (laughs) 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 Frappuccinos aren't a vegetable? Like, wow. Nope. But, um, yeah. So that was interesting. And then, um, they also went and talked about Zane leaving, and I really liked, like, what they said. I think as time passes, we sort of get more and more truth Mm. out of, like, what happened, because it's, like they're farther from it and it's less um, painful I guess to talk about Um, but Liam said we sort of knew it was coming we saw a lot of signs especially in a lot of the gigs abroad that we did and it's sad like with a football team or when someone in your office office goes but the fans stuck around they didn't believe it was the end what is he talking about when someone (laughs) from his office goes like when has he ever worked in an office what if he has just like a paper job on the side like he's just like sells sells paper um, but yeah, so like, I like that he's saying they, they saw signs, yeah. especially in the abroad gigs. Like, I don't know what that would be, but like, maybe not on stage, but afterwards, like, probably like, I don't he's know. He's being moody be. and like, distant yeah. and aloof and stuff. Yeah. Because I could see that. Yeah. I mean, Zane's always been like, where's Zane? Like, don't know where he went. Like, mysterious. Yeah. But, um, and then Louie added some stuff, which again, usually when we talk about Zane, we hear it from Liam mostly. So... It was interesting to hear Louie talk um, about what happened because I think Louie and Zane were quite close mm-hmm. before Zane left. Um, and Louie said, It was hard, I think maybe for me the most, but he wanted to be happy and he wasn't. Everything had always been good and then something bad happens and you have to make decisions. You have to work out what you want and it makes you really know what you want. And we all knew we wanted this. The good thing was he left just before we made the album. It was like, right, let's make it the best album. So we worked our backsides <laughs> off because we want it. We want to show we are a band. We're here. This is what we do. This makes me so sad. I hadn't read this before. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, saying it, like, was the hardest for him. Yeah, because I could definitely see that because they were so close. Like, mm-hmm. they were inseparable, inseparable for, mm-hmm. like, so long. And just, like, I feel like he probably leans on Liam a lot now because I feel like they're seem like, really close now. But... I don't know. It just makes me sad. But I think that I think this is like the first time Louis has spoke out yeah, about this. Yeah, very honest. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I always kind of distrust print interviews just because things mm-hmm. can be like manipulated. But um, I mean, I don't think they like could make up entirely. Like, yeah. Paragraphs. Plus, the middle of this is very kind of vague. Yeah. Like we know what we want, but we yeah. have to choose what we want. If something bad happens. Yeah. Like, some <laughs> some people make decisions sometimes. <laughs> like. yeah. It's very vague, but um. Yeah, so that's interesting insight uh, into into what happened. Yeah. Um, and then when they were talking about um, the break again, Liam said, it's just a break, it's not a split. We're not going anywhere. In five years, we've done four tours, five albums. We've done films. It's I've not even watched our films <laughs> because <laughs> we are always running for the next thing. I'm really conscious that all this crazy stuff has happened to us. And, you know, I haven't even taken it in. We can't ever answer questions properly because stuff hasn't slunk in. I want to just sit still and let it sink in. 
We just want a little break. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but Katy Perry, <laughs> Katy Perry hasn't done anything for a year. Liam, what the heck? <laughs> and then Niall added, basically, this is where we are at with 1D. We've had five years of craziness. Now we all need to go away, become mad old recluses, then come back again with giant beards. That's the plan. I really hope Niall does this and, like, has a really Dumbledore beard and, like, when he comes back. he can grow a beard? I feel like he's, like, going so far with his chest hair that, like, Mm. he's ready to, like, transition onto, like, um, growing a beard. But what if, like, they all, like, made this pact to grow a beard, but, like, none of them did it and just Niall with, like, Dumbledore beard at the end of it. Like, Niall and Harry, who maybe grow really patchy beards, like, have, like, long, like, (laughs) long parts just, like, sprouting from, like, different places in their face. Wow. Oh. Niall, yeah. I mean, Harry should get one and then, like, braid his beard. <laughs> and put, like, yes. some flowers in it. Like, have you seen that, like, um, trend of, like, people putting, like, flowers yeah. in their beard? That'd be so cute. Harry would do that. Yeah. Um, okay, now we're going to move into our main discussion, which, like we said, was the On the Road Again, like, tour, wrap-up, like, reflection, get all sad and realize that the tour's over type of thing. Um, and we first sort of want to do, like, a rundown of some of the facts Uh, about the tour so Kara go ahead and take us away okay I'm really bad at reading numbers so I'm sorry (laughs) um it runs in my family okay anyway so the tour began um in February 7th of 2015 in Sydney Australia which is crazy to think about like think about how long ago and think about how much has changed um and it ended yesterday which was October 31st 2015 in Sheffield England um, so there were seven shows in Australia, 13 in Asia, three in Africa, 33 in Europe, 24 in North America, and eight, 80 shows total. That's um, crazy. Yeah, like that is so much. Like I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever like, like 80 shows. That's crazy. Yeah. And then in terms of revenue, I mean, it's not calculated on Wikipedia yet, like completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so far, like excluding 20 shows that they did in the UK. Um, Because this this number goes up to some of the London shows. Um, They've made $187,716,444, which is just insane, like, realizing how many millions of dollars they make on their, like, shows, you know, the live shows. Yeah, it's insane. Um, I was, like, looking, and, like, they got, like, $17 million from, like, one show in specific. But I know they don't get all this money, but it's still, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And then I, that's when you, like, think of, like, Taylor Swift, who is a single artist, and it's not being split, yeah. like, four different ways. I yeah. mean, obviously, it's split way more ways, because there's a whole team behind it. Yeah. But, like, in terms of money that, a, like, the single artist gets. Yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, wow. But how, just, like, some questions about the tour. How has this tour been different from past tours? do you think do you think it like stands out differently or is it quite similar um i'm trying to think it just like obviously the vibe has changed because zane has left which we'll talk about later Mm -hmm. um and so the interactions have changed yeah um but i feel like i feel like i don't know i think they're more interactive with the crowd especially harry and liam yeah i know that harry um like always like points out to like specific people and like talks to them um which like makes it even it makes it like seem like he's interacting with the whole crowd like mm-hmm. even if, though That's it's just so like true. one person yeah. yeah um and um i don't know i mean like looking from like the um up all night tour it's just so crazy how things have changed mm-hmm. and how like they're not afraid to like you know like be a little more raunchy and stuff yeah it's a lot more relaxed 
Like, it yeah. becomes more relaxed. Just if, if you look in their clothing, like, yeah. they had clothing changes and, like, or certain outfits that they wore on, like, in back in old tours. And this one, they, like, kind of wear whatever they want. Sometimes they'll just, like, change in the middle of the show because, like, yeah. they're too sweaty or something. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, but it's definitely more relaxed. Yeah, And definitely. then I think also in terms of, like, our own, like, my own looking at the tour online and stuff, especially because we've had the podcast. And while we didn't start when the tour started, we mm-hmm. started sort of thinking about like doing the podcast in May um like it definitely changed how I viewed everything because I don't know I was looking at the tour and like really trying to find stuff for the podcast yeah and like I don't know and also like as as the years go by I be, I'm becoming more and more invested in One Direction I think mm-hmm. so like this tour I was definitely like paying attention to what was going on during like the different shows and I don't know I just felt more invested in it personally yeah it's just like crazy because I've liked them for so long that like I was looking back on like because people have been doing like the pictures of like the group hugs at the end of the tours and like I remember like so distinctly like um keeping up with um the last show the up all night tour when I was in Florida and they were in Florida but I couldn't go to the show but anyway Aww. um and like they didn't really have like live streaming things so you just had to like kind of look at pictures like on tumblr and like twitter and stuff and it was just crazy like how things have changed but they've also like stayed the same and like i'm still like so excited to like keep up with it yeah because also like as the show's going on there's people at the shows like who are uploading their photos yeah right then and there, yeah who are uploading videos as they happen so like it's really helpful for people who can't necessarily make a show or like mm-hmm. go to the shows in general or you know the shows aren't where you are um to be able to like stay connected like in real time yeah it's awesome um which is so cool and i yeah. think that really is different like just in the past like couple years with things like tumblr and twitter getting so big you know yeah um yeah so then what have been our favorite live performances of songs that they've done on this tour? Um, like, from our own concert experience, I think... I mean, No Control definitely stands out just because it's such a crowd favorite that everyone mm-hmm. just loves it and everyone's just, like, going crazy. Um, definitely Where Do Broken Hearts Go, I think. I just, yeah. like, we've said this before, but I honestly do think it's, like, their best live performance, mm-hmm. um, like, ever. Mm-hmm. And then um, Girl Almighty, like... just won't always be great yeah i have to agree with those those are probably my favorite and then also like don't forget where you belong yeah that just because it will always make me like tear up yeah but i think i think those are really like such good songs and it's interesting because when they were writing um for they were thinking of like anthemic songs like where do broken hearts go and stuff that like people can really yeah sing loudly also drive me down i think okay true yeah such a great addition it definitely is and I'm so glad that they played that at our show. Like, it was out by the time we had our show. I, like, totally forgot. So, so when it started playing, I was like, is this a new song? I was like, oh, right, Kara. Like, this is driving me down. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was great. But, yeah, so I definitely like the songs that they performed. Yeah. Um, are there any songs that, we that like, we wish they had done live that they didn't do live, either from four or, like, past albums? Um, I wish they didn't take away Happily and Strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh. I will never forgive One Direction for that. Yeah, I think those were both really, really important songs. I would have gotten rid of some of the other songs that they did sing. What do you like, think? Before. Oh, it's so hard to think of them now off the top of my head. I mean, I like Diana. And I think it was really special when Harry had been 
bringing the rainbow flags during that song because yeah. like it added a new meaning. Yeah. But, like before that, I would have said I'd rather them get rid of Diana than Strong. Yeah. Or happily. And no I'm, one likes Diana, and I really do like Diana. But like I would have rather had Strong or happily yeah. than. Yeah. I mean, I, I I do like Diana. Yeah. Or like if they got rid of Kiss You, did they even sing Kiss You? Yeah. I would have rather had that one gone than Strong. I feel like I wish they did like an old. I mean, not that it really matters now, but like you know, down the line, I wish they had done. Um, like a medley um, mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. what makes you beautiful, like kiss you, like one thing, those yeah. kind of things. Because then it would have like opened up whole new like thing. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, and then how do you think each of the boys have changed on this tour? Like in terms of like just their attitude in like as a performer and like how they sing and how they dance and what they wear. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's hard to like separate the tours. Um, from it's such a gradual sort of yeah because like change. there was a huge change from up all night to now but like um what was the last take me home is that no where where are we now what was that called <laughs> where are we where are we going <laughs> what is it called I don't know. who are we um the wwa is that yeah. wwe like what is going on I okay don't know. it's okay the last tour we're just gonna go with that the last tour i feel like there wasn't as much of a huge change um because I feel like they were already pretty comfortable and it was already, like, a chill, relaxed vibe. Yeah. Um, but I think Harry seems like he's just, like, has his, like, performance, like, zone down pat now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like Liam and Louie have been doing, like, messing with each other more. And, like, they, they do the same things, like, um, over and over. But, yeah. Those are things that, like, stand out to me. Yeah. And because there's no Zayn, there's different interaction with the yeah. boys. Yeah. Um, definitely Liam and Louie have been doing more stuff. And I think, I don't know if, I know, like, our first concert that we went to, which was last tour, mm-hmm. we said that, like, Louie and Zayn especially didn't do as much. Yeah. But I think because of the whole Lilo thing on this tour, yeah. Louie has a lot more fun interaction, whether it's, like, with fans but or, like, just the boys, like, just with Liam, too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Harry, I think he's progressed just getting crazier and, like, <laughs> free dancing and and definitely interacting with the crowd more and it's become a staple like yeah on this tour they don't like do don't they don't read tweets from um the crowd like they used to do but you know harry has moments where he'll like talk to people in the crowd and it just makes it really fun and then like liam reading fan signs and, yeah like, they've started doing the happy birthday singing at every show i think they did that maybe part of last yeah tour yeah as well. they definitely but, did um yeah, it's definitely changed and progressed. Um, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to look how they change as performers. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about Zane leaving? Okay, so um, on March 19th, 2015, um, it was announced that Zane would be taking a hiatus from the tour due to stress. Um, and then six days later, Zane announced that he was leaving the band for good. And his last performance with the group was the 18th of March um, in Hong Kong. And, yeah, I think that was a very tough time for everyone. And looking back on it, it's crazy because the tour started in um, the beginning of um, February. So he was only there for, like, over a month. And just the tour has been going on for so long that it's just, like, it's crazy that, like, they started out with five and now there's four. Yeah, I mean, how many months has it been? Six or seven months, maybe? I think so, yeah. I know it's trending recently, whatever yeah. the time is, but um, yeah, I think it's so strange that he 
he left um, so early on in the tour, and like now it's just become normal. It's more of the tour has been just the four of them. Yeah. Like when sometimes I mean you think about Zayn being such an important part of One Direction. Yeah. Um, but if you want to hear all of our opinions on Zayn leaving, because we talk about it in full on one of our first episodes, I don't know if it's like the second or third one. It's yeah, it's called like Zayn Pain. Zayn yeah. Malik leaves One Direction. So. Yeah, we we talk about it in depth there. So go back and listen to that. Um, yeah. But do you think him leaving changed how the tour, like, went? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's weird because I was, like, talking to Caitlin about this earlier. Like, I was watching, like, greatest tour moments from this tour. And some of, like, they had been made, like, eight months ago or something when Zayn was still in the band. And it was just, like, sad because there were, like, such cute interactions with, like, Zayn and Harry and Zayn and Niall and just, like, you know everyone really with Zane and it's just like I mean like it's gonna be different if a if someone's not there um I mean Zane didn't really he's not like Harry who would be like who like interacts with the crowd and like runs around but like he was still there and his voice was still like important and he still interacted with the boys even though if he didn't like interact with the crowd like he interacted with the boys and stuff mm-hmm. um I don't know it, it was making me sad like looking back on it because I think it's like been so long that like I gotten used to yeah it has gotten like so normal and like when i see pictures of like five boys on stage i'm like whoa like that's weird like why are there five of them like oh wait Mm -hmm. there have been five of them for like most of one direction's like time together so yeah and i think on a more positive note like it's changed the boys in that it did change liam and louis relationship to be stronger i think it changed all of them to be like wanting to make the shows the best and they've said they grew closer from it yeah and stuff like that and i think that shows in how they perform yeah. Where they're just so much more, like, they have a whole nother layer of wanting to, you know, be good for the fans and, like, perform awesomely or whatever. Yeah. Um, so now let's move into our top six moments from the On the Road Again tour. Six is kind of like a random I number. Know. <laughs> but, you know, we went with six. But we're just going to go back and forth. These are not going to be in order because pretty much what we did was, like, scrolled through our tumblers and, like, tried to go find stuff or, like... Yeah, it was not helpful though because I just like reblogged all these like weird things. Like someone's text, I was like Niall's crawl- like crawling in my ear and won't stop. I'm like, this does not help me like recap with the Ultra Tour. But I mean, thanks for the the lols, you know. Yeah, um, and I think also like a lot of these things we've talked about so much before. Yeah, because and, yeah. like they've been so important. But like, if you want to go back, like there, I was like on my Tumblr, I was going back and like, yeah, there was a moment that Harry took one of the light covers and like danced around with it on his head, which was a great moment. But I wouldn't say that's in my top six moments of the tour. Yeah. And like, maybe we can do like uh, another one where we say like like small little details or something that we talk about funny things that happen. But I think if you go top six moments, they're gonna be things that like we've we've talked about but that it's always good to out. Yeah. rehash and like reminisce and stuff yeah it's always fun like looking at vines because it's like it's so easy to just find a bunch of them mm-hmm. um, but there's just so many things happening it was like really overwhelming so I just we just both went with like the major things that have happened and I'm sure we have overlap so oh definitely they're probably like all the <laughs> probably, same probably like I'm <laughs> guessing so funny place your bets now <laughs> yeah okay what is your first one I don't know which order I should go in Mine are in no particular order. <laughs> yeah, I know, but okay, whatever. I'll just go with the love is love speech slash okay. Okay, rainbow. Okay, that's obviously one of mine. Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Let's discuss If it that. wasn't. I'm, and also, like, rainbow flag shenanigans, I put that all in one because it just yeah. means so much. And I think that the fact that we were there for the love is love speech, I mean, okay, let's let's go back. Like, what is what was the love is love, love speech? It was Harry showing his support for LGBTQ rights. And a, plus. Yes. 
plus um in a very like um like subtle but not so subtle way and we were there for that that was our show um so yeah that was our show <laughs> better believe it guys yeah wow and like we were just like gripping each other we're like oh my god like what is going on yeah. like yeah um and i think with that one it had come just after was it after the attitude magazine mm-hmm. where liam said some questionable stuff yeah. about um lgbtq plus fans that was very hurtful um and obviously i think it was such a big thing that harry knew about it and whatever and it felt like his way of sort of you know saying like i don't know re telling the fans like that no this is like this not i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> like he showing his support <laughs> yeah showing his support and like some of the quotes from the speech um are here at one direction we like to celebrate love in all forms love is love um, and that was just such a special moment, especially, I mean, being there in person to, like, hear it and, yeah. like, knowing that this, like, all this, like, bad stuff about Liam and this magazine had just happened and, like, to have him quite obviously showing support for something like that. Yeah. And even without the context, just, like, him saying that is just yeah. so, it's pretty obvious, like, what he's talking about and it's just, like, so beautiful and it just, like, makes, it's so great for fans and, like, just, you know, changing the way... I don't know, like, the industry just looks at things. Yeah, because I was watching this um, compilation video of Harry, uh, especially during the last couple months of the show, yeah. of the, co- the tour, yeah. he would always take a rainbow flag and sort of, like, drape it across his shoulders, like, run down and, like, wave it around. And it was just all the times he did that, like, all stuck together. And it was on, on Rainbow Directions Tumblr, I think. Mm-hmm. So go check that out there. Um, but it's just, it is very... It's a very strong thing to like pick up a flag and wrap it around your shoulders and say, you know what, I am gonna support this. It's yeah. not, it's not super subtle. It's very like, <laughs> like I'm gonna go and grab this flag and show my support because this is what I believe in. Yeah. Um, which I just think is really important for someone who's such like a public figure to yeah. do something like that and do it consistently. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, he because it wasn't just like one time. No. It was it's pretty much almost every show after that like one that first time and it's just great yeah it definitely is so definitely a top moment yeah for sure um all right i'll go with the one next okay um i think hearing no control live for the first time was a big one for me i think because we had had the no control project with all the fans like showing their support for the song and it wasn't on the um the track on the on the what is it called? The track set list. That's yeah. It. it wasn't on the set list. Um, and I don't know. Do you think they added No Control to the set list after the No Control project? Like after how many whatever fans? I think they did. Yeah. Or because of it? You're yeah, asking? because of it. I mean, I'm guessing. But I think that they would have added it like eventually yeah. just because it's like such a good live song. Yeah. I think it was like after the Australian tour, they like changed the set list quite a bit. Um, and maybe that's when No Control came on or I don't really know. But um the whole set list sort of like morphed throughout the entire tour but i just thought it was so cool like waiting for no control to be sung live for the first time and like obviously it was awesome for fans who were there but i think everyone else was like waiting for the live video of it and like getting to like hear louis talk about the no control project on stage and like him singing the chorus by himself like i don't know it was just a really special moment to finally have 
like that sung live after all the work that fans had put into the project yeah definitely um one of my moments was louie talking about the no control project just because i think it's like it's like a very specific moment Mm -hmm. that like it's not just like oh you you guys are the best fans in the world you know which is like great but also it's really nice to like um for them to recognize like an actual specific like project that fans did um so i think it just like meant so much yeah definitely did What's your, what's another moment you did? Okay. Um, I just had any time Harry talked to dads in the audience. <laughs> I have a couple of quotes here. I have a gift set that I'll link um, because it's really great and you guys should go look at it. Um, I want to go find some, like, I, there should be, like, a compilation, like, video of all uh-huh. this because I think that'd be great. It's, I mean, gifts are good, but, like, videos are great, too, because yeah. then you get to hear his inflection. But I'll, like, you know, I'll do my best of reading some of these um so the first one is very muscly man in here is this your dad very strong isn't he like what a <laughs> weirdo so weird yeah and then another one is you've got headphones in are you listening to music you've got iron made it on like and then he like is head banging um which is funny and then another one is dad down dad down there is like i know all the words every single one um, I wish I brought my dad to the concert. I know. That's what we were thinking of. We're like, we definitely should have brought, like, one of our dads and, you know, like, promoted the podcast. Like, uh, oh we God. would have, like, millions of listeners right now. Because Harry would definitely would have noticed, like, if yeah. a dad was there. Um, and then another, the last one I have was, there's a dad, there's a dad, and there's a, wow, hello, dad. Oh, my God. I don't know. We didn't know he did that. <laughs> what a weirdo. Like, I, I love him. I need to see the video of that. Yeah, I know. Harry does like talking to dads. He does love a good dad. Out. All the old men in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what is my next one? I'm going to go with just, like, Lilo being Lilo throughout this whole mm-hmm. concert. And, like, there's a couple specific moments that I want to pinpoint. I think, I mean, we all know that they had water fights, like, throughout the whole, like, tour. And they started, like, there was just some moments where they literally soaked each other. I, I know. know. They, like, threw buckets of water on each other at Wish they would get a bucket. I don't know. I know I saw Louis like emptying water bottles into like some bucket and then like oh my God. tried to throw it at Liam, but then Liam ended up throwing it at him and then What a mess. It like seriously ridiculous. And then that really iconic photo of them dumping Gatorade on each mm-hmm. other's head heads and like they're like laughing their heads off and just both like shaking yeah. Gatorade bottles on each other's heads. It's just such a good shot because the colors. Yeah, are it was and gorgeous. Blue. It should be like Gatorade, um, like ad to it be honest. It should be like they promoted that. Yeah. Well, um, but I thought that was awesome. And then another moment that I have is a gift set where this is just I felt like typical Louis being Louis and Liam being Liam. <laughs> Um, was Liam had his fashion choice for one of the shows was interesting he had like this like white shirt on that had it looked like a waiter's like little napkin like tucked into oh his my god I thought that was something. a handkerchief that like, he was holding I don't know what it is but or like it's like a long part of the shirt <laughs> but only half but only half like wrapped around I don't know it, like falls beneath his shirt and then like goes down to his like mid thigh <laughs> But Louis goes, what's going on here, Liam? It looks like you're some chef. (laughs) And Liam's like, I'm a chef now, actually. I did try this shirt out. And Louis's like, what are you serving us? And then Liam says, I'd be serving a few of those mac trays, which would be something in French. Um, (laughs) And then Louis says, oh, okay. It's nice. Nice touch. Uh, Got one of the most random. That was one of the most random chats they had. Um. And Liam's like, yeah, that was a chef chat. But I don't know, just like Louis teasing Liam about this weirdo thing he's put on himself. 
Maybe like, that's why Liam only sticks to like basic white t-shirts because he knows if he deviates <laughs> even like one tiny bit, like, well, like Louis will like call him out. And, like they don't tease Harry about. His I know. Weird or Niall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Louis just you know has to pick on Liam about like what is this weird chef thing he's got going on. He was just trying to be like fashion forward. Okay, he's like seeing like Niall evolving his style and like yeah. Harry with his stuff. Like just let Liam be. Hashtag but, let Liam live. Okay. But I thought that was just like really iconic Louis and then Liam just kind of being like going along with it like yeah I'm a chef now like just like Louis like the little leader there in that little Lilo group I guess yeah he knows like that's how you have to respond to like a Louis thing and like Louis doesn't mean any harm by it it's just like a nice little like you know yeah what was your next one um, I had, in general, like, we've talked about this before, but Liam, like, humoring the fans, like, reading the signs, like, wearing mm-hmm. the things he th- uh, they throw on stage. Yes. Especially, like, the weird little hand. I still haven't oh seen God. any gift sets you about haven't? that. No. I definitely reblogged. Okay, that. I'll have to go creep on you. Um, but, like, he just, I feel like out of anyone, he always, like, um, takes the things that fans are on stage and, like, wears, like, the weird, like, banana costumes and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, he'll always do it. And, like, he doesn't have to, but he does. And it just... Yeah. It's cute, and I think that's, like, it's really fun for fans and um, for anyone who's, like, watching at home and, like, seeing all the gift sets and stuff. Yeah, it makes it more exciting. And, like, the little hand thing Hera was talking about was, this was during our show. Yeah. Someone put, like, a little, it was, like, a hand finger puppet. That yeah. That was, like, some rubber hand that you stick yeah. on the end of your finger. And, it like, he was, like, waving it around, and then Louie had it on at one point. I think it was, like, during Little Things. It was so funny. On the On the Road Again Boston tour, so go find it that way. <laughs> also, we have a, um, a whole co- uh, episode about our, our experience. Yeah. Yeah, and we go into detail, so. Yeah. Our self-promo is <laughs> insane in this episode. Hey, but I feel like we're getting new listeners, so, like, yeah. go back and check out the one that we go step-by-step through our whole freaking concert. Yeah, it's it a long really, one. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, Liam definitely does, like, go and get the stuff that the fans throw. Yeah. Like, put it on, which is fun. I was wishing there was going to... Oh, maybe we should talk about it when we talk about the last show. Okay. Okay. Anyway, my next one was the first time we saw Harry wear his gold boots. Yes, I was going to put that one on, but I was like, oh, I'll just leave it for Caitlin, you know? And, like, I went back through my Tumblr, and I think it was around February 7th, so at the oh, very beginning. Oh, wow. Because this, one, this one's reblogged from February 7th. Yeah. And I, and I look back at uh, January, and I didn't see any gold boots. <laughs> so oh. I'm thinking it was then that we saw. Did we see them on stage for the first time, or I'm, have we seen them before? That's what I was trying to think. I feel like it might be stage for the first time. Because I remember, like, I sent you this really iconic picture, sort of like an angle, like looking. Oh yeah, Harry. I know exactly what you're talking and, about. Like, the boots were like, like right there. Oh yeah. And Kara's like, this is like, I can see this like in a magazine or like. Yeah. Down the line. Like 50 years down the line, like hanging in my um, apartment. Yeah, it's just such a nice picture, and I think he was getting way more into fun boots. Like we had seen him on SNL. Was it that December that he wore the sparkly boots? That was like 2013. Okay, so two, like more, one another year yeah. before that, but. Like, just the gold boots have become really iconic. That And we were scared he wasn't going to wear them again after that first time he wore them. Yeah. But he did bring them back throughout the tour. Yeah. And, and he didn't wear them at our show, which is sad. I know. But um, those gold boots have definitely make a, made a statement. Like, uh, just, they're so nice. And, like, it definitely has in, it has encouraged style. Like, I want to get something like gold boots Me or too. Boots. I was just thinking about them the other day. I'm like, you know what? I could rock a gold boot if I tried. Yeah. And, like, it's not something I would have ever thought of. But, um, yeah, you know, Harry's bringing out new styles and whatever. 
Yep. And those have just been a staple in the whole tour. I yeah, think. for sure. And I like that he keeps bringing them back because I was we were really afraid that it was just gonna be a one time deal, like the sparkly yeah. black boots. Yeah, the sparkly black boots. Were oh my so god! Nice. And drag me down music video with the sparkly like silver ones. Yes. I want him to bring them back. Also, we had these like metallic pink ones that we were like looking at, and Keelan like said like maybe they were someone else's, but he should buy his own pair and wear metallic. Yeah, like maybe pink he was ones. like promoting them for like some designer or something yeah but you think like, he would give them to them or yeah, he, I know. yeah i don't know what's your what's your last one um i think i have two more but I'll, oh no i have two more too okay yeah <laughs> what's um, your second last one um, i didn't mean that yeah so this is kind of all nile related there's like three ones but <laughs> one of them is two are pretty recent so um Niall with his like pretty princess sign I just like loved that I don't know Niall's just so cute so like what we're talking about is or I'm talking about is um not like a fan had a um a sign that said like Niall you're the prettiest princess in the land or something and like Niall was like making a kissy face and like just being like really really cute and just like acknowledging that and then also I love the whole you saying thing that like just the fans have like caught on to and like even like when he won't do it like the fans will do it instead Wait, um, let me explain that okay <laughs> during little things um there's a part when niall's doing his solo and first of all when niall does his solo in little things um the crowd always screams the loudest yeah like that's just a thing that happens like yeah you know that's you i think it's like concert. niall's like playing the guitar maybe because i was trying to think like why is it like a niall song yeah, I don't know, but like it's become a thing because now everyone watches the videos of that. And yeah, like, you know, even if you haven't been to a concert, that's how it works. Niall <laughs> sings, he screams. Yeah. Um, and during part of his solo, when he's singing little things, at one point he sort of stops and says, "You sing," and like everyone in the crowd knows he says, "You sing." Yeah. So you can hear the crowd saying, "You sing" at the same time because he does so it cute. every show. Yeah. Um, so did you want to continue on? Oh, no, that's all I wanted to say. But like in like being at the concert, like when everyone did it, I was like, that's so cute. Like I didn't I don't know how I didn't know that, that was a thing that happened. But I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like um, and then my last thing is yeah, I um, didn't do my second to last. Oh, no, no. This oh. is like the all Nile <laughs> okay, related because yeah. I just had. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I liked that Nile didn't understand the whole chance joke yes. until literally the second to last show. Um, so like in 18, Nile says chance instead of chance. Um and I just just think it's really funny that like Niall like once he like caught onto the joke he was like like giggling after like he said it and like it was just like a little like inside joke that the whole fandom has and I think we've talked about this before I just like love when like the fandom has like inside jokes it's really great and when the boys like know about those inside jokes I think it's even better um and it was like some interviewer asked him about I didn't watch it yet yeah there was an interview where like the interviewer was like, oh, all about the chance thing. And they're yeah. like, I thought you knew about this. And, like, Niall needed it to be explained Niall. to him. Like, because he didn't know. And, like, we all sort of assumed that he knew. Yeah. It's like, it's been such... And they, they, he had seen it, but he didn't realize what it was about. Oh. And then he's like, oh, that's what it was about. And then, like, the next show that they had, he was sort of like... Like, he said chance and, like, made, like, a funny, like, winky yeah. face. Or, like, being like, I get it now. Like, <laughs> she just said finger guns. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and then like I saw like a couple shows ago, like um, right after um, Harry solo, he said like don't say chance or like say chance or something. So then Niall changed it to chance. I'm like Harry, like let Niall live. Really, I, just, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, that. but that's funny because like then they're self aware for that too. Yeah. So yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah. 
All right, my next one, I'll do my other one with Niall, actually, was during our show again. I mean, our show was a really good show. It was. I have to admit. It's because we were there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but when the boys all sang to Niall on his birthday, and they, like, serenaded him. Oh. Um, and, like, Harry got down on his knees, and all the boys were, like, hugging him. And just that, it was just so nice, because you saw how much the boys care about Niall. He's just, like, he's just, like, their little brother that they want yeah. to like protect and take care of and he's always like so nice and there's no reason to hate Niall. I know, know he's literally the son and I thought it was so nice and there was also a lot of like OT4 hugs at that point like I think after they sung to Niall and like during that whole yeah oh my god part, they had the OT4 hugs which is just like you know you see them and they're hugging together and it's not about the fans because they turn into each other and it's sort of about them being brothers and like hugging it out and i don't know so those were just beautiful moments yeah um and then what was your very last one it was just general fan projects i think um i really love how i think they've been happening for the past tours but i'd really like seeing them take off like now Mm -hmm. that um there's the whole like printing out different fan like signs that like and leaving them on every chair so like during a sign or during a song like fans will all hold up like we you're our heroes or something or like till the very end or something like that mm-hmm. and it's just like very cute and i think it's just like i love seeing the pictures from the concerts of like all the fans like holding it up doing one song and like seeing all the boys like happy faces and like i'd seen pictures of like liam taking pictures of like the crowd like holding up the wow. signs and it was just so cute because i'm sure that's like really special for them because it's a way of like fans interacting with them like when they yeah. can't really like have a conversation like face to face yeah i always love those moments because like looking around the like stadium yeah. you see everyone holding a sign and like obviously the boys are looking at the same thing and it looks awesome to us and like for them it's like about them and they're usually so supportive and yeah nice and thanking the boys and telling them how much like we appreciate them and love them uh and it's just so cool to see fans coming together like that to to send the boys a message um those are always such nice moments yeah and then my last one was the fact that with the One Direction Snapchat and like with Lou Teasdale Snapchat, who is their stylist, um, we have gotten a look at sort of behind the scenes at the concerts, which has been nice, even though like there could have been more, like we're always wanting more. But um, I think we did get some really cool things of ha- what happened behind the scenes on this tour compared to others. I know there were moments with Harry and both Harry and Louie interacting with Lou Teasdale's daughter Lux um, behind the scenes and like Harry was like flipping her upside down and like just like acting kooky as you do with like little kids and then Louis was like playing with magnets I think on a fridge with her Um, and those were just such adorable moments to see them like you know like interacting with their crew and you sort of realize like getting to see even if the boys aren't in the snapchats just like like with the crew and see how much of like a big family they've all become and like how close the crew has gotten and like yeah there's five boys or four boys sorry that go on stage but like there's so many more people who are involved with each concert than like you kind of realize yeah um and then also like getting to see the boys like what they do behind the scenes like playing ping pong and like running around and whatever i mean the perfect music video (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, the, the behind the scenes, like, little snippets have been really cool this tour. Yeah. I wonder if they'll keep it going or, like, they won't. 
I know, like, because now tour is ending, like, yeah. I mean, maybe Lou Teasdale will keep Snapchatting, but One Direction won't be in it necessarily, yeah. you know, it's going to be about other stuff. Mm. It's so strange. I know, so, so it's strange. really weird. Um, yeah, so, what do we think, um, no, let's move into the last show. <laughs> so what we said was, we were together for the last show, which happened last night, or a couple days ago when you guys are listening to this. Um, it was on the 31st, and I know Lou Teasdale's Snapchat leading up to it was very sad. It was like taking photos of all the crew and saying goodbye, and there were like sad emojis, and I don't know, it was like very emotional, and it, it seemed like everyone there was emotional too. They were taking like large crew pictures of everyone, and like last time they were going to be together after like five years, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was so happy that Kara was here, and we could live tweet the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually ended up finding a periscope um, of someone at the concert, like just live filming it, live streaming it. So we we watched. I mean, it was kind of bad quality. You couldn't see things well, and it kept pausing. But like, it was really still like so nice to have yeah. that. And there were actually like over twenty thousand people watching on this one periscope, which was just crazy. I know that's so much pressure for that one poor girl. Yeah, we were like, don't you dare stop. Yeah, don't let your phone die. Like yeah. this is too important right now. Yeah. But, like, it was really interesting because everyone knew this was happening and you felt really connected. Like, th- this was a moment in, like, 1D history that, like, you wanted to be a part of if you could. If you had, like, the availability to be a part of it, you wanted to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. One person from on our Twitter, they said that they were, like, watching the show from Hong Kong and it was, like, um, in the middle of the night there. And, yeah. like, they stayed up to watch it. And I was like, that is some dedication. But Yeah, it is so important. Like, just... You know, it's it's definitely interesting, like, living it in the moment than, like, seeing it the next day. Although seeing it the next day is still pretty good. But yeah. it's weird thinking this is, like, actually happening right now. It's weird, yeah. And um, kind of made me wish, like, I had wish, I mean, watched more, like, Periscopes of live shows. I know. Like, I didn't even think about this till yeah, now. I'm, I'm sure stupid. there had been Periscopes yeah. of live shows. I mean, this one's definitely going to be the biggest, I'd say. Yeah, slash it was, like, fun because, like, everyone was watching at the same time. So, like, you could, like, have people to talk to about it. But yeah. It would have been, like, I, that could have wasted a lot of time at nights, like, yeah. <laughs> doing homework. I would just stick on a Periscope, watch the concert. Yeah. Because, like, while it's nice to go back and watch, like, gift sets and see clips, sometimes it's hard to tell from which concert they came from. And, like, you don't get the whole story necessarily. Yeah. You miss out on a lot of funny bits. Um, so it was cool to watch it live. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we were, like, at first we were all, like, hyped up for these costumes that the boys were going to wear because it was Halloween. Mm-hmm. But they ended up not wearing costumes. And my question is why? Why do you think they didn't wear costumes? Um, they're just, I don't know. I feel like they wanted to, I don't know. I think it would have been, I think they might have done it if it wasn't the last show. But I think they, it's just, like, a sentimental thing. And I think yeah. they might have just wanted to, like, not go on stage like wearing a banana costume um and just like give it their all and stuff i agree like finishing out the way they started or finishing like yeah just doing it rather than making like a whole extra sort of gimmicky thing like doing it one last time the way that one direction puts on a performance yeah and like yeah they interacted with people in the audience wearing costumes and liam was pointing out different costumes and stuff Mm -hmm. but i think like i could understand wanting to just like wear your own clothes and like just for a sentimental value yeah um 
I I wish they like had done it for like maybe like one song or something, but I still understand. So <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. And that Harry wore compromise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well, too late now. Um, but Harry wore his gold boots, and um, it almost made up for it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that was a conscious decision to be like, I need to wear the gold boots for the last performance. Like, yeah, his lucky gold boots. Yeah. But um, there were a whole bunch of family members for the boys were at the show. Mm. Um, cause like it just made it you realize like how important this was like what a big moment this last show was like literally all of their family members were there and like their friends and like ben winston had flown in for just this concert from la yeah from la (laughs) like they had people like who i know like their their stylist was there and this person this person like just like a lot of their songwriters like it just such a big moment and like there was a lot of the family members on Twitter, like, talking about how close they'd grown to the crew and how sad they were. Like, yeah, it's sad for One Direction, but also for all these other people that are in some way connected to One Direction, you know? Yeah. Like, this, this thing coming to an end. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm still kind of in denial about it. Um, like, Caitlin was, like, saying, like, every single, like, um, song, she's like, this might be the last time that we'll ever hear this song live. I'm like, Caitlin, like, let me just, like, <laughs> pretend that it's 2011 and, like, Apple Night Tours just started. Um, but I don't know. It definitely did hit me, like, I forget. I think What Makes You Beautiful, when they sang that, I was, like, tearing up. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this literally probably is the last time they're probably going to sing this. So Yeah, because I uh, imagine, like, them coming back in 2017 or whenever they come back. Yeah. Like, what songs from their first albums are they going to choose to sing live? Like, Or if any. Or if any, yeah. Like, will they go, I want to continue to sing What Makes You Beautiful? Or will they say, you know, that was the end of an era that's the last time we're going to perform that I could live. see that being a thing, because they might want to hold, like, revamp their entire image, to be honest. Yeah, so, like, it is very sad thinking about Wish songs that they'll never sing live together again, and, like, realizing this is the last time. And the last, like, What Makes You Beautiful formation, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Why? just so weird. Yeah, it was just, it was sad. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know, maybe it's not great that I, I kind of do live in denial, cause, like, because people were talking about, like, how they were crying and stuff. I'm like... I, I, I'm feeling sad, but I feel like it might hit me later, and it kind of is hitting mm-hmm. me now, but I think it's going to hit me, like, as time goes on. But also, um, I like to look on the positive side, and, like, we still have an album to look forward to. We have a bunch of, like, um, what's it called? Shows. Award shows, per, yeah. um, and, like, they're all their promo and stuff, so we have still have a bunch of time. Um, I don't know. We it was, have the podcast that's going to keep going, guys. Oh, yeah, until we're, like, old and gray and <laughs> podcasting out of the retirement home. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's still a lot of things to look forward to, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, but it is you, definitely end of an era. How do you think? Yeah, um, how do you think like the boys' emotions were last night? Either like from what we saw, which was very fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we've seen gifts now. Yeah. And, like uh, better quality, and also like from what, like if you were in that position, how would you be feeling? You know. I'm just trying to think of like, um, like how I feel like on the last day of like. High, that high school is not the best example because I hated high school. So. Oh, my God. But me on the last day of high school, I was literally crying, crying, yeah. crying. And it's just because, like, it's the end of something, you know? Yeah, I hate ends of... I even hate, like, ends of movies and books and stuff. I'm just, like, I like it, like, during the middle when, like, things are happening. But I hate, like, the feeling of, like, this could be, like, the end of, like, in the last yeah. time you ever do this. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, but... I feel like it has to be sad for them, but I wonder if they're like me and like to live in denial and like <laughs> pretend that um, 
I don't know, that it's not the end. Because I'm sure they've had, like, all these different, like, legs of tours that have ended. Um, mm-hmm. And so they don't know how to feel. Like, you sometimes, like, things don't hate you until, like, you're, like, months down the road and, like, not performing or whatever. You're not, like, in high school or, like, whatever. You're not seeing the person, your best friend, that you haven't seen. Like, you usually see every day, but you don't see them. So I think it might yeah. take them a while, maybe, to, like, let it sink in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they had to be sad because I think everyone else around them was sad. Yeah. And there was definitely that, like, thinking of, like, this is an end of something. Yeah. Even when they come back, it's not going to be the same yeah. as it is now. Whether that be in, like, concert size or in the type of music they do or in, like, the amount of fans they have. I think we're, they're going to still have fans, obviously. But it's just definitely different. And I think, um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Um, but I think for me... Like, I used to do the Nutcracker every year um, because I danced ballet. And on my last performance, it was just so emotional because, like, I had been doing it since second grade. And while, like, the boys haven't been doing it for that long, they've still had way more shows than I had because they do tons and tons of shows. Mm -hmm. But, like, as soon as, like, I got off stage, I burst into tears and, like, fell into my sister's arms. Like, I'm never going to dance on this stage again. And, like, I wonder if that's how it was for the boys. Like, they got off stage and sort of, like maybe like we're holding it in until then or maybe they it isn't gonna hit them you know and yeah. like they because like especially now like when they say oh we're gonna be coming back and like we're taking like a year off or we're gonna it's sort of like not a set but like set comeback yeah but there sort of is like they do think oh yeah it's gonna happen yeah but, like maybe like two years go by and three mm-hmm. years go by and maybe they end up coming back but it's longer than they thought or like i don't know it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be different yeah. So. But different isn't bad. Yeah, definitely not. And we have what they're all going to do next year. Like as we've said, maybe they don't they're not allowed to publicly tell what they're going to do next year and they sort of exactly. go, "Yeah, we have no plans. Like we're just going to go on a holiday." We're just um, going to blaze around, which yeah. what I what, which yeah. I would do. But But I think we'll definitely as time goes on, we're going to find out what they're going to be doing because I'm sure they all have plans. Uh, at least everyone but Niall, who really does seem set on just chilling. <laughs> and growing a beard. <laughs> yeah. But I can imagine, at least I know Louis definitely is setting things yeah. up. I mean, he has a whole production company thing that he's going to be yeah. obviously working on and stuff. What if, like, they all had plans? Like, no one told Niall that he probably should get plans in order. And, like, he, oh he just literally... And be like, we thought you knew yeah. you were supposed <laughs> to actually have plans. Yeah. And I, I hope Niall just, like, goes and lives in, like, some cottage somewhere. And, like, I was, like, telling Caitlin, like, we're going to get so many more Insta pictures of, like, him on his couch, like, with his feet <laughs> up. Like, it's going to be great. How do you think the boys are going to interact on social media during the break? I don't know. We were trying to think about that. Like, um, who's going to be on social media? I feel like Lee. I mean, not Liam. Um, Niall, I feel like he's going to kind of continue, like, what he's doing. Because it's just kind of, like, he, like, tweets about, like, his golf. And he tweets about, like, his barbecue. Uh-huh. Like, he, I think he's just, like, very casual about it. I'm not sure if, like... Harry, I don't really see him on Twitter. Because, like, all the content we get from Harry right now, besides, like, a couple of weird things, are all about the shows. And if you take away the shows, like, what is he going to tweet about? SeaWorld. <laughs> SeaWorld. He's going to just, like, devote all his time after, like, One Direction to destroying SeaWorld. <laughs> we were joking about how after SeaWorld shuts down, Harry will be, like, the lone protester, like, still protesting SeaWorld, even though, like, it's 20 years down the line. Like, SeaWorld hasn't been around. It's been closed for 50 years, and I I mean, Harry's still there. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Moving back to the show, we got a little sidetrack there. (laughs) Um, 
during Act My Age, like, they're, all their families were, like, near the stage, I guess, like, mm-hmm. quite near the stage. Um, and during Act My Age, there was a conga line that formed that was led by Liam's dad. And, mm. like, who else was in it? Like, um, Julian Bonetta. Julian Bonetta. Ben Winston. Songwriters, ben Winston. Um, and they were doing this conga line during Act My Age. And, like, they kept, because the conga line wanted to keep going, they kept replaying the end of Act My Age and, like, did it multiple times, which I thought was really funny. Um, which And they were, like, singing to them, like, directly to them. And, like, the, yeah. the, the families were singing back to them. It was just, like, such a cute moment. And, like, Act My Age is, like, so cute. It's, like, I think it really is, like, an OT4 song and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, a friendship song. And it's, like, so, it's, yeah. just, like, so perfect. I love it so much. I like, really hope they bring that one back. Please do. I'll bring it back. It's definitely a good one. It really is. Like, I remember dancing to it on Halloween last year and, like, like dancing around and, like, jigging <laughs> around. And it was so fun. It just really is such a fun song. It is. And, like, ugh, it's got meaning. Like, they want to act. Like, this is when they're young. And, like, when they come back, they're not going to be as young. Things will have changed, you know? But... So. Caitlin just like making act my age like make me want to cry. Like. <laughs> I know, but you think about like where they each are in their lives and like things going on. Just be young. I'm just trying to think be of free. Niall doing some jigs. That's all I'm trying to think of. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so during the show, they did say that they were going to be back soon and whatever. And oh like, yeah. Well, Niall was pretty specific. He was like, um, "We'll be back soon, like within the next 18 months or so." And I'm. I mean, that's, like, pretty specific. Like, yeah. you wouldn't just, like, throw out a random number if, like... Yeah. I think, like, talking about the break, they're always like, I don't know why people are calling it, like, a breakup or whatever. It's just a break. But I don't even like that word. Like, I wish they had just, like... Because even with this last album, we didn't know... I wasn't sh- sure that it was going to come out in November and they were going to have the same thing, mm-hmm. like, go on. I thought, like maybe they'll wait more time or do more songwriting and then we found out it was yeah. like gonna be in the same like once yeah. Zane left they were like we're gonna do this next album we're gonna do it the best and like whatever like before that I was like oh I wonder like how much time they'll take like maybe they'll take more time to write this next album like I wasn't sort of under the impression that they had to keep following the same format they had followed mm-hmm. and like I, I wonder if it would have been almost better just to like be less so formal about it you know i guess i guess they didn't get to announce their their break the way they wanted to announce it because i think a sun article ran away with it but um yeah what do you think um i mean i'm just gonna i don't know i'm not gonna put any expectations into it i think that's like the best way to go i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna like you know like they deserve all the time off they deserve to sleep for like seven thousand years Mm -hmm. um so i just um I don't know. I'm just keeping positive. I don't think I'm not really taking any like of the things they say as like gospel because they've said like, oh, it's just a short break. Oh, it's just like a long holiday. Like, you know, like all these yeah. like weird things. Like, like, oh, there's things they can and can't say as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, but I'm just like, you know, letting it play out. Um, you know, I'm definitely not treating this as, as uh, treating this as the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's how I think. Yeah. Um, and then after the show, I don't know where, I'm sure the boys went to some after party and like were with their family. And like, I was like, where are their tweets? Where are their tweets? Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to realize like that it's something so much bigger for them, like actually being in it, where yeah. like they want to sort of live in the moment and not necessarily like hop on Twitter. But they did end up tweeting um, hours after the show. Harry said, 
we have been very lucky to work in an amazing with an amazing crew throughout the last five years of touring. To all of you, thank you for everything. To everyone who came out to see us on tour, thank you for having us. You've been our everything out there, and we love you. Thank you, H. Which, typical Harry, and mm -hmm. just a nice message. I always love how he um, really recognizes the crew. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Then Niall said, Stay safe to say last night was incredible. Gonna miss doing shows for a while. It's the best part of what we do. That's why it's it was emotional. Thank you anyone who has come to watch us live over the last few years. It's incredible to be able to play our music live for you. And then um, a fan asked, uh, do you promise to come back uh, to Niall? Do you want me to read this actually? Because it was your tweet of the week. Oh no, it's not. You're good. Okay. Um, Niall said, do you promise to come back? And he said, yes, don't let the papers or online stuff tell you we're not coming back. We are, I'm just going on a long holiday. Um, so I like that Niall took the time to answer that fan's question specifically. Yeah. Because it's important to say, you know, that they are coming back. Yeah. Um, and then Louis tweeted, what a way to finish the tour and in Sheffield as well, which I think is near his home. Um, thank you to everyone who came to see us. Blushy, smiley, facey thing. <laughs> um, which was nice. And then Liam hasn't tweeted yet, but I hope he does eventually. Yeah. Maybe he just partied it up a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel now that it's over, Kara? Um, like I said, I like living in denial about everything. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It feels weird. It does feel weird. I think that whenever One Direction's not touring, I'm just like, when's the next time I'm going to see them? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we still have promo season. Yeah. So, I mean, I, they're not going to go in hibernation quite yet. Yeah. Um, but it still is going to be weird not having, like, a million new things to look forward to every single day and, like, mm -hmm. seeing a million different gifts and, like, seeing, like, what kind of shenanigans Harry has gotten up to on stage and, like, with the dad, like, yeah. you know. It's definitely weird. It's like finishing a book or something. Yeah. You don't know when the next book is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we do have the album to look forward to. We have the award ceremonies to look forward to. Um, we can pretend that they're going to be at the the Super Bowl. I remembered it that time. Yes, Caitlin called it the big football thing yesterday. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so hard for me to remember that name. <laughs> no one in my family is like, I mean, I guess my dad watches the the football but like the football <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's how british people say like they call it like oh are you watching the football and that's why but now i'm using it like the american football oh. i'm very messed up because now i i now refer to football as like soccer it's very confusing in my head anyway but like we're we're a family because we're canadians like we do hockey so like that's not the whatever yeah, there's no the Super big Bowl. football thing. <laughs> Super Bowl, but like, what if One Direction played? That would be awesome. Um, but we'll we'll pretend that's happening, and we can look forward to that. Yes. Um, and then we got some write-ins from fans about their favorite moments um, of the On the Road Again tour. Do you want to read them, Kara? Sure. So Max or oh God, um, <laughs> Foylia Louis. I'm so sorry. I just completely murdered that. Um, said. Um, that their favorite part of the Ultra Tour was all the times Harry waved around a rainbow flag heart. And we definitely agree. Yep, those compilation videos of every time he took that rainbow flag. I love seeing the ones where it's like all black and white and then the rainbow flag. Yes, is in me color. too. Yeah. 
just so such great moments yeah. showing your support harold yeah and then emily or emily underscore horan 1d said ultra sydney australia on the 8th of february and i'm guessing that there that was their show maybe probably. um so that's cool i agree like my our show was probably one of my favorite moments too just yeah. in general yeah same yeah. it's fun being there in live person oh yeah um and then moving on to feedback um, this is feedback about Louis judging on X Factor from Hello Sophie on Twitter. Uh, and she said, I haven't seen the X Factor this year as I'm a busy mum, but I made the time to watch Louis at judges' houses. I thought Louis was very professional and kind and made the contestants feel at ease. I love that he called some contestants darling, and before one guy's audition, he said, Smash it, lad. <laughs> um, which was really nice. I did like that. He, he definitely, his like little lingo stuff that he um throws in i liked the smash it lad in particular when i watched that that's cute good encouraging trying to make him feel like not being nervous because like he knows what it's like you know yeah exactly he knows exactly what it's like it's crazy <laughs> yeah uh and then from sarah underscore marie underscore 67 talking about the perfect music video which we discussed that last week right I don't know. It seems it's, so long ago. It really ago. does seem so long ago. <laughs> but I think it was last week. So much has happened. It really has. Um, she said, The perfect music video is my favorite video for a couple reasons. One, I love artistic pretty shots. I always like the videos that are aesthetically appealing the most. I never care about the story or anything like that. Sometimes I feel like the story distracts from the music itself, which is what the music video should be complimenting. I think Perfect did a really good job doing just that, complimenting the original song. Secondly, I think the boys' individual personalities really shine. I was also a little disappointed that there seemed to be fewer shots of the boys together, but at the same time, each of the activities that they are doing are so indicative of what their interests are and what they like to do. Also, with the fact that it was all shot in a hotel, it offers a glimpse into the boys' lives and you can connect with them more and understand what they're going through. I thought the Drag Me Down, oh, and this is about the Drag Me Down remix. I thought the Drag Me Down remix was also really good. I usually end up severely disliking the remixes, but I thought this one was better than most. Uh, might be due to the fact that it's One Direction, but still. Um, I thought she did a really good job of summarizing, like, why the perfect music video is really nice. Like, yeah. in terms of reflecting, like, the boys' personalities and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the thing that she was talking about, how, uh, like, the boys only had one scene where they filmed together. Um, in the behind-the-scenes video of the perfect music video, um, I think it was Niall saying... Yeah that uh it was really like it was a weird music video to shoot because there were so many scenes that they did like by themselves and they weren't with each other yeah and that like the night scene when they were all together up on the rooftop it was really nice to come back together to like be with his friends again like, <laughs> i can understand uh, which was nice to show that like they really do like hanging out with each other um and then sarah also wrote in um about a weird story that happened to her do you want to read this sure um, weird thing happened today, waiting in line to go to the top of the library at my college campus, and I heard the two people in front of me talking about judges' houses. I started eavesdropping on their conversation, and one lady said something about how her cousin performed for Simon and some guy from One Direction. I happened to be wearing my 
I happened to be wearing my Ultra shirt and I started gesticulating. Liam would be so proud of my vocab. And she goes, oh yeah, that guy pointing at my shirt. So apparently her cousin was on X Factor on TV and performed photographed by Ed Sheeran for Louis and Simon, but she didn't make it and is now trying to get a wild card spot. I don't remember her cousin's name, but it was just a very weird coincidence and I feel like I need, need to watch X Factor now. Watch X Factor, seriously. Then we can tweet each other and be like, <laughs> oh my God, because I, I haven't watched this week but you know x factor is really great and i remember watching that uh scene that person so that's so crazy that you ran into someone who's cousin yeah like, you're in america yeah so that's really weird it's so crazy <laughs> uh, that's so strange <laughs> but what a weird coincidence yeah um okay then for my sister who didn't write in in the like official way god i know (laughs) she texted me it was really funny because caitlin was like i need to get rebecca to like email us i'm like caitlin she texted you like how is that not good enough my sister really appreciates when we talk about her on the show and (laughs) (laughs) i will include this even though she didn't put it in properly it's a very good point so it's worth including it is a good point (laughs) so this is in terms of our oh yeah my sister like not a one direction fan but like she like is a very avid listener she's like our number one listener on yeah on on soundcloud soundcloud which number one fan i really love so thanks rebecca you're you're the best pretty much um but she said i'm listening to your perfect song analysis and the first verse i'm not gonna be the one bringing you flowers but we can have fun tonight or whatever (laughs) (laughs) sounds like he is singing to the girls who attend their concerts they'll never be in a romantic relationship like lots of the girls hope but the they can party together for the night which I thought was a really interesting interpretation turning yeah. into, like, again, I don't think we discuss perfect that much from, like, a fan point of view. No, we always forget to do that. Yeah, and Rebecca's just bringing it back. I like, know. Um, it is cool to say, like, perfect could be, like, like with the fans. Like, yeah, we're not going to be able to hang out in person or, like, get to know each other, but, like, let's still have a really good time tonight during the show and, like, like let's do whatever we can yeah. now. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Also, to point out, though, that not all girls want to be in a relationship with One Direction yeah, and it's, members. Yeah, and maybe but, it's not only girls. Yeah, also that. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a really interesting point, just bringing in the fan view. Yeah. Um, and then we got a longer email this week from a listener named Danielle. We also got one from another listener that we're going to talk about next show, but they were both really long, so we chose... But also, I wanted to say that both of them apologized for, like, the length of the email and, like, never apologize for long emails. Like, that's my favorite... One of my favorite parts of this is, like, getting really long emails. Like, I loved it. Like, it's yeah, so... Yeah, long emails are the best. It honestly is. I just love them. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. It really does. Um, but Danielle was commenting on something we asked, like, a really... Not a really long time ago. A while ago. She was commenting on, yeah, a bunch of things that we... Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the things episodes. we asked was, like, what other artists have we gotten into because of One Direction? And she gave a little list, including Icona Pop, Augustana, Halsey, Five Sauce, Girls Your Age by Transviolet. I think that's the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, Girls Your Age? I don't know if I've heard of that one. Harry tweeted lyrics from it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's that's really cool that I, I definitely started getting into Halsey. I don't know if it's because of um, One Direction or just because like, I feel like she's getting bigger now these days. Yeah. I think um, she used to be a One Direction fan back in the day. Oh. Uh, so cool. I'm not sure if that's how you found out about her through One Direction, but I know that she used to be a fan. That's cool. Um, but I love that. So go check out their all of their music because I'm sure 
you like One Direction, you'd like these guys. Yeah, that's how, like, um, I love that they, like, introduced Iconopop to me. Like, I forgot to add yeah. that one in because, like, they are so good live. And, like, I would go to their own concert. And, like, we were just yeah. talking about how, like, we want to, like, hang out with them. Like, yeah, they're just so cool. They, yeah. Um, and then Danielle told the story of how she became a One Direction fan, and I quite liked it. Mm. So I'm going to read a bit of what she wrote. Um, Last year, I moved to Illinois from Louisiana. Uh, Megan, who's her friend, uh, said she was going to come visit me, and while we were there, we were going to go see a One Direction concert in Chicago. I agreed because I knew how much she liked them, and she went to a Taken and Sarah concert with me, even though she wasn't a huge fan, so I had to return the favor. What a good friend. Um, I haven't listened to Tegan and Sarah in a while. I've never heard of them. (laughs) That was like freshman year of high school. Who are they? Um, They're a band. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On our way to Chicago, uh, we actually discovered your podcast. So we listened for a bit and obviously jammed out to some 1D. I still didn't know most of the newer songs that were on the list. I remember liking Clouds and Drag Me Down. Um, fast forward to the beginning of the concert. I loved Iconopop's performance. I got such a good vibe for them, from them, and I totally just wanted to be in a club with them or something. That's a vibe I got, too. Yeah. Um, I was also wishing I had more room to dance. Yes. <laughs> and then here comes One Direction with fireworks and all. I don't know why, but the fireworks really got me pumped. The whole concert was just amazing and really, honestly, a blur. And then she later went in to talk about how, though she wasn't, like, she started getting, like, dragged in by the concert, and then eventually, like, she went on Tumblr, even though her friend, like, warned her not to go on. (laughs) And she just, like, got totally sucked into the One Direction and, like, started watching interviews and, like, looking at GIFs and all this, which it's that, like, moment in your, like, everyone has that moment where you just watch everything, and I think that's what it was for her. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just, you're like, oh, my God, yes. (laughs) um so i just really love that story especially because it like seems so recent yeah um and like the fact that they they started listening to our podcast like on the road i know how cool because i feel like we haven't been doing this that long but like we've already been a part of people's experience of like coming to one direction so cool and also whenever people say like they listen to us in a car i just think it's so cool like i don't know why freaking voices are like in a car coming out the speakers just hey hey guys if you're listening to this in a car yeah, tweet us if you're in a car yes. right now. Oh, no, not, not while you're driving. Yeah, not while like, you're driving. Yeah. I'm like Harold. Put yeah. your seatbelt on. Yeah, shout out to seatbelts. <laughs> um, but yeah, after you stop driving or if you're in the passenger seat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to recommendations. Oh, yeah, so if you guys want to write us really long emails or like you've saved up stuff that you want to tell us or something and you like want to just send it all out there to us, we will read it and we're going to respond and we get really happy and yes. send it. Or, you know, just send us pictures of your dogs, like literally anything you want to send us. <laughs> yeah, we were because of the Instagram. We've had people following us and then we go check out their Instagrams and, um, or like people send us pictures of what they're doing for Halloween and we had a listener send us their like costume. And then we proceeded to check out her Instagram and there were tons of really cute dogs and we were just like going through the dogs. Yeah, we're and... just exposing our creepiness right now. <laughs> like how far <laughs> back do we go liking their dog photos? <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> good time. Okay, recommendations this week. My recommendation after, you know, planning this episode, my recommendation would be to go back through your Tumblr or your Twitter and relive the moments of the On the Road Again tour. Like just go through your archive or like pick someone's archive if you don't have a Tumblr or like yeah, yours is great. Like Google someone who like is a One Direction like Tumblr update account or something and go back and like relive those moments of the On the Road Again tour, especially if you're feeling like down that 
the tour is like the tour is over Mm -hmm. like there's just so many fun things that you forget happened and like reliving the weirdo things that you reblog is always funny like we found some really strange things yeah exactly it's always like fun to like go through your own blog i was telling caitlin because like you you have your own sense of humor so like you'll know what makes you laugh so like looking back on it you'll like especially laugh because Mm -hmm. it's like the stuff that you find funny yeah (laughs) um so my recommendations are one is this like cute video I found from like on the road again like some moments that a fan had put together this is from like early on this is from April so it sort of made me sad because like Zane was involved so like it kind of made a kind of like open to the wound that is Zane leaving One Direction but I think it was like good to um reminisce a little bit because you know you can't just forget him he was a he was an important part um and then also looking at the um, I used to be normal Kickstarter, which is a documentary about um, boy band um, fangirls, and it's really awesome. And um, the way Kickstarter works is if they don't reach their goal within like a month, and I think they have about 16, 17 days left, they don't get any of the money, and then the movie won't be able to be made at all. So I would definitely highly, highly recommend going and checking out their Kickstarter. I'll, I'll leave a link at a, um, on our Tumblr and donate if you can, because um, I think it's a really awesome movie, and they just put fangirls in an awesome positive light that I haven't seen before um in like mainstream media so yeah definitely go check it out and donate if you have the means to and if you can donate you can promote it on your Twitter or Mm -hmm. your Tumblr and then maybe people who can donate will do so it's like retweet it exactly you can tweet at the at the the um the, the Twitter, Twitter that yeah. they have and they'll respond because they're awesome um, they're pretty cool and like both of these recommendations you'll be able to find on our Tumblr um, so Kara makes those show notes every week and she does a really good job so definitely go read them and click all the links that we put together for the episodes no problem so then moving on to our tweet of the week mine is from Gemma Styles on Instagram and this like goes along with families tweeting emotional things about the end of um, the end of tour and she posted a picture of Harry. She was at the concert and it was a picture of Harry like on the big screen singing and she captioned it. Four years of insane touring coming to an end. I couldn't be prouder of my little brother who has worked so hard and always made the biggest effort for everyone else. Cue gushy by my standards or quite gushy mm. by my standards, but my family are the most beautiful bunch of souls and I feel so <laughs> lucky to have you all. Which I just love this because it's like, while it's to the public she's very much talking to harry and she's very much talking to her own family which it just like reminds you of like thinking about your own family and how much like you can love them or whatever and i always forget like that he's like the younger brother yeah and she's like the protective older sister yeah yeah um and it makes me think of like my siblings and being proud of them for different things and just like it feels so normal you know yeah so i really liked that yeah it's really cute then what was yours? Um, mine was from Niall. This was after, I don't know what publication. I think it might have been The Sun. Um, who knows? But, the, like, some article came out that was talking about, like, all this, like, dramatic behind-the-scenes, like, the real reason, like, One Direction split. Like, they've been fighting for, like years and like all this dramatic stuff and Niall came on Twitter and said um don't believe anything you are reading we stand strong as a band and we're brothers can't wait for you to hear what we've been working on thank you for all the the continuous love and support 
Um, and then his classic dot, dot, dot. Or no, just two dots. Um, because it's <laughs> space, not... Space, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really do- does love his spaces in between mm-hmm. his punctuation. Um, but I think it was, like, really cool that he came out on and, like, dispelled that. Because, like, you know, like, they don't really dispel every everything. But I think that he felt that this was, like, a big one to talk about. Yeah, and I hope they continue. Like, I've definitely seen them trying to dispel rumors about the break and, like, them breaking up forever. And I think they feel like these are important ones compared to other random ones yeah. about them, like, dying or something. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That is nice. Um, then our question of the week this week is, what was your favorite moment from the On the Road Again tour? Go check out your tumblers. Go back. Find your favorite moments. They don't have to be the big moments. They can be the silly little moments. Those mm-hmm. are always great. Um, but what was your favorite moment? Let's, like, pretend this isn't over and, like, re- keep reliving the tour moments for the rest of time. Yeah. Much. Definitely take a page out of my book and just live in denial for the rest of your life. <laughs> Everything you, every time you say denial, I keep thinking, like, live in, like, the Nile. Just live know? in Nile. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. General feedback and suggestions. As usual, we want to hear what you thought of the show. Like, what, like, styles you like, what games we play, like... Did you, especially last episode when we did the Halloween episode, um, like, did you like that, like, kind of really relaxed style where we just sort of, like, did a bonus episode? We were talking about doing more of those, like, doing really relaxed topic, making them silly, goofy. There, it was so fun for us, so. Because, like, we didn't edit it at all. We literally. Popped it up there. Spoke and, like, chucked it up on the internet and, like, just kept in all of our, like, rambling and laughing and, like, ridiculousness. Um, which was just so fun to do. So let us know if you like that. Yeah, or and like, yeah, or like give us like maybe topics to do. Like I mm-hmm. think like we we're gonna do like thematic things for like different parts of the year, but yeah. it'd be cool to like have like some random topic that might not be like fit for or a um, main show, but you know. Yeah, and we just it also like tell us how you feel about the format of the show. Like, do you want us to do news somewhere else? Do you want us to do like tweet of the week somewhere else? Tell us so we can like you know adapt the show to what you guys would prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, and send us any news stories you want us to talk about as well. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for listening to episode 20 of Talk Direction. Um, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can also email us at talkdirection at gmail.com or visit our Tumblr, talkdirection.tumblr.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram now, which is just Talk Direction. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with the C. And then also make sure you head over to iTunes and rate and review us um, or subscribe on iTunes. I know we always say this and like for podcasts that we listen to, I don't know how many times I've left a review on iTunes. Yeah. Like pause right now, go leave us a nice review <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and rate us if you like us. Yeah, that um, seriously helps so much and I love seeing reviews. So yeah, um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I should like practice what I preach and I like, go like um, review all the podcasts that I love. Yeah, I love doing that though. Like it's, it's nice to like, I mean, not, not on, I don't necessarily do on podcasts, but like other things that I like to do. I yeah, like, like, like YouTube videos. Yeah. Like I love doing that. And like when, like the one time, like someone actually responds to you, like, oh my God, like. Yeah. Just like uh, spreading positivity is always like fun. Exactly. Especially even though you someone might not respond, they might see it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it makes you feel good, you know? Um, and then also if you're not an iTunes listener, you can go find us on SoundCloud 
and listen to us there or rate or review us there or whatever. Um, but I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 21. 